I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor and cookbook author, and The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutritional medicine, and healthy living taken from my main podcast, The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my free recipes, books, newsletter, and download the app at thedoctorskitchen.com. I have a second brain for everything. My calendar, if it's yeah. not in my calendar, I don't turn up. Like I, like everyone knows that around me. They have to book in to my calendar if they want me to be somewhere because I don't want to hold that information. Yeah. I want to use that, you know, my capacity for other things that I feel are more important. And that actually, this brings me on to one of the concepts that you talked about. Um, so, you know, we've talked about brain fog. We talked about how it's a, an umbrella uh, c- c- constellation of, of symptoms that's uh, fairly vague, but you know, uh, can be explained by a whole bunch of different things, whether it be medications, uh, hormone fluctuation, uh, inflammation, brain reserve versus cognitive reserve. I love okay. this this differentiation concept. Uh, could you explain those both? Yeah, it's a little bit artificial, to be honest. Mm. You know, <laughs> but it you know it, it it does serve a purpose. So, um, basically. I suppose I like to think that if you adopt a brain healthy lifestyle, it's like investing in brain capital that you can cash in at some point in the future to cope with or compensate for uh, disease damage or decline and or even something like COVID. Right. So it's like building up bank reserves. You know, that's kind of the analogy. And actually, I talk about it a lot in my first book, which is actually about, you know, keeping your brain young and reducing your risk of developing dementia. But basically, you know, this kind of stemmed from and this is one of the reasons I was really sort of inspired to get into, you know, this kind of area that I'm in is that like a lot of this stuff, I did my PhD in what, what did I say? 2000 and from 2007 to 2010. So I'm reading relig- literature from my, my PhD and trying to understand, you know, how the brain ages. And then I'm finding literature that goes back to 1986. For example, one researcher called Katzman was trying to understand what was going on in the brains of people with dementia, Alzheimer's disease. Uh, and so basically he was looking at people's brains post-mortem right? Um, Slices of brain sort of thing, that kind of way. And um, so he had a control group. Okay. So his people with 
he had the group of people with Alzheimer's disease living in a nursing home who had a diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease. And then he had control group, people the same age living in a nursing home with no diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease. Okay, so he's looking at the brains to try and see what's the difference. And he discovers 10 cases of cognitively normal individuals who have sufficient pathology in their brain for diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease. Right. So they have the disease in their brain, but they don't have the dementia. So I tend to talk about Alzheimer's disease and Alzheimer's dementia. The disease is the stuff, the hard stuff in your brain, the plaques mm. and the tangles that are causing the problems. The dementia is the manifestation of that, the symptoms, the confusion, the memory loss, the language issues, all those kind of things. So how come these individuals could have all that disease in their brain and no symptoms? So basically the concept of reserve, concept of cognitive reserve was introduced to explain that gap. You know, mm. what is it? And over time, there's been just a whole, that's really my area of research that I've worked in. And it's spilled over into other diseases now, you know, um, uh, multiple sclerosis and arthritis and various other kind of conditions looking into it. But um, basically what they found is that that resilience it's really a resilience to a disease um, that reserve is linked to uh, certain lifestyle factors. And those lifestyle factors also happen to be risk factors for Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. So basically, by living a brain healthy lifestyle, you can build up a buffer and it harnesses neuroplasticity as well. So basically, when it comes to Alzheimer's disease, it's not about how much disease you have in your brain initially. It's about how much healthy brain you have. So more is better. So if you have more brain connections, which you get uh, through neuroplasticity and, and, and doing all the various things that are good for that. Bigger is better. So you have more healthy brain that can cope with and compensate with for the disease pathology. Now, it's not a get out of jail free card. Unfortunately, over time, you know, you'll get more and more pathology and you will have less healthy brain and there becomes a critical moment. So often what I explain is I'm using hand mo mo movements here, folks, and, and, and I know you're just <laughs> listening. But basically, if you think of someone, say, two 65 year olds and they both start to get the pathology in their brain for Alzheimer's disease, one has high reserve and one has low reserve. The person who has low reserve will start to have slight symptoms from very early on and those symptoms will gradually and progressively get worse and that could be over a 10-15 year period the individual who has high reserve has absolutely no symptoms but the pathology is growing in the brain at the same rate as it is in the other individual now if they both dropped dead at 70 and they were in Katzman's study you would have one who has the disease and the other has the disease but no symptoms however if they went on to live longer eventually the individual with high reserve will actually have a precipitous drop. They'll fall off a cliff edge and they will then sort of catch up with the other mm. individual and go into very severe symptoms. And often people who know people who have Alzheimer's disease would say, oh, when we think back, you know, this was happening over time, very gradual. And other people say he was fine. And then a month later, like, you know, it's like everything is gone. Mm. So the thing is, essentially what we're doing, there's no cure for dementia. So prevention is key. Uh, we have a lot of knowledge about prevention. If you can build up reserves, at least what we can do is change the trajectory of the disease. So you can have more years in possession of your full faculties and living independently at home. And I mean, I don't know anyone who wants to live in a nursing home. Do you? You know, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, people want to live independently at home. And so at least that helps. And pretty much all of those things are within our 
within our control, um, you know, in terms of, of that. So that's so you did ask, I didn't quite answer your question. So cognitive reserve and brain reserve, the, the cognitive reserve, so brain reserve sort of fa- ex- it refers to the structure. Uh, so the brain cells, the connections between them and cognitive reserve refers to how efficiently and effectively you can use that structure. Now, gotcha. initially we used to think that most of the research focused on cognitive reserve, but actually, um, now we're seeing that brain reserve, you know, actually building up the, you know, the, the structure, etc. Um, you can maintain your brain volume as well. So mm. anyone listening there, this is not just stuff that impacts on older people. So if you're 30 <laughs> or over, your brain is already starting to shrink. Um, you know, there's That's a, a scary thought for a lot of people, you know, <laughs> it really is. Yeah, but I hope it's scary in a good way to kind of in a good way, yeah, to stimulate action, kind of stimulate and kind of go because I think you know we all feel immortal, you know, and something like lay life disease. Oh well, they're only those old people, you know. I'm not one of those, but you are. You will be. It's just your future (laughs) self. But basically, from about the age of thirty, your brain starts to shrink, and you lose a little bit of brain volume every year. And then when you hit sixty, it accelerates. And if you have Alzheimer's disease, you know, it's at a you know exponential rate. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutritional medicine and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. And you can find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen. Sign up for free recipes every single week at thedoctorskitchen.com. And don't forget to download the app. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.